Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Dr. Paul, how are you this morning? Very well, thank you. Good. We're radiant rare and to solve another problem. I hope so, at least but, one. But uh, they keep coming back again. <laughs> Whack-a-mole. Inco incomplete. <laughs> yeah. But that's fortunate for the people who sell uh, vaccines. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if there's a coincidence there, it's just accident, <laughs> or they're just on top of it all. They're way ahead of us because they are. they're always, they know when the next vaccine's coming. We need to sell next some vaccines. Next variant, and exactly how many people are gonna get it, and exactly how many people are going to have to get a vaccine, and how many boosters have they have all those calculations down but yeah. that's being you, you know facetious so i don't want to be that way <laughs> <laughs> but then again uh, things are happening it's worldwide we've been warned this is a virus it's all over the place and continue to expand and something i don't think ever happened before where all the nations together have said the same thing and they were they've all been on scaremonger tactics and uh, and yet they uh, don't don't answer to or and don't feel challenged by the fact that maybe there is no easy answer maybe there isn't just one neat little vaccine yeah. that, uh, that a few people take oh the virus is gone it seems like uh, the more they the more shots you give the more you need yeah yeah <laughs> so they're addicted to the shots now but i want to talk about austria um, they're determined yeah. they're still worried of course Three months ago, everybody says it's over, it's over. And in many ways, uh, some people still argue that. The, the people who are out on the streets who want their freedom back, they're saying it. They don't walk around with their head in the sand thinking that they're going to die if they go outdoors. Uh, but uh, there's still a lot of uh, determination by the medical authorities, the people who know everything, uh, and that if you disagree with them, you're unscientific and yeah. you should be punished. You're a dangerous person. But Austria uh, has decided that, uh, that, that it's been creeping in to the various countries where you, it, it's, it's good to t tell, tell the officials if somebody's disobeying. Of course, what happens when we tell them about the politicians who disobey yeah. and they don't wear their mask? Nothing seems to happen to them. But that's been around, but now Austria's taken one step further. They're, it almost looks like they're hiring people these people, maybe the people are tired of just reporting, and now they want paid for it, yeah. and they still don't have enough people to spy on other people. So now they're saying, uh, well, uh, maybe, maybe we, we ought to pay the people to tell us uh, which members of their family won't listen to us, yeah. uh, you know, listen to them. So it's, uh, it's, it's showing how far this has gone along, but the evidence, and we'll mention again, once again, a little bit of evidence that shows that uh, the panic is overstated and quite possibly uh, they're exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Austria is the birthplace of some pretty bad philosophies. Um, but this is according to the Swiss paper Blick, and this is by way of Paul Joseph Watson. We can put up that first clip um, today. They're reporting that the Austrian town of Linz, which is a pretty big town, 200,000 citizens in Linz, and, but they're only 67% vaccinated. It's kind of funny because I remember, maybe my memory's going, Dr. Paul, but even Fauci said, you know, if we get around 50%, it's going to be herd immunity, easy going. But Linz, only 67% are vaccinated. So apparently, according to the Swiss uh, paper, as reported by uh, Watson, they are hiring people. They put out ads. They're hiring people to go around and find out these refuseniks, the people who refuse to take 
the prescribed medical treatment for you, which we know, even Walensky says, doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection. Nevertheless, Deus Volt, we said it, you better take it. And so they're going to send people around to make sure these people who don't have the shot or have to pay their $8,000 fine for not taking it and possibly up to a year in prison. So if you don't let them inject you, $8,000 fine, a year in prison. I don't think this is going to do well for social harmony to have a <laughs> class of people going around rounding up other people because they think that they're a medical threat. I kind of think we've seen the movie before. And Dr. Paul, I think here's a spoiler alert to that movie. It's not going to be the same as it was last time. Let's look at this. There's a video clip that I wanted to put up. This is Austria saying, we don't want to have this Vax passport. We don't want to be forced with injections of things into our bodies. If we can put up that first, uh, here we go. Here's Austria. Here's their response to this. You can see the sign, Dr. Paul Freiheit, freedom. We want our freedom. So there's going to be a clash. There's an inevitable clash between the authoritarians who are forcing this and the people who thankfully this time are rising up and saying, we've had enough. You know, traditionally, and certainly in our Western movies, there was a lot of times rewards for turning in and capturing a bad person. Now, these people are getting paid. It looks like they're offering to pay. Good money. Yeah. Spy on. Good money. But what if they get a commission? What if yeah. they decide to give them a commission? What if you get a reward of $2,000 in addition to your salary that you're getting? Uh, they, they could be made worse. Yeah. But it's, it's awfully foolish and, and dangerous, too, because uh, this, this will be accepted casually, and then somebody else is going to try it. So often, it starts a little bit in one little country, and then it moves along. And uh, pe people have to be alert. There's, yeah. there's no doubt about it. There's not much else that we can do. So, but, you know, the, 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 the juxtaposition, and we, we chose this on purpose, but the juxtaposition between our first story, which is Austria going just completely insane, the government going insane, and the next story, which is, um, if we can put up that next uh, picture, uh, the two of these, the something is not <laughs> right between the two of these. Here's a new study out of South Africa the National Institute for Communicable Disease, Omicron has an 80% lower risk of hospitalization. New study shows, this is Bloomberg pointing this out, uh, and they adjust, it's a, pre, it's, a, it's, a, it's a preprint study, but they've adjusted for age, gender, et cetera, et cetera. So what they're finding out is although Omicron, yeah, is taking over the others, as they suggested at the beginning, Dr. Paul, it's more transmissible but less virulent, less people are dying, less people are going to the hospitals. Instead of celebrating what many people have said could be the COVID killer, this, this mild sort of form of virus, and I think it was the originator of the mRNA uh, technology who said this could, be, uh, could, could f serve as an attenuated vaccine for people. Instead of celebrating that, Europe is still going completely bonkers. You know what struck me is I haven't been thinking maybe I'm wrong that Bloomberg is not exactly on our side of this <laughs> debate because they, you know, uh, they participate in stirring up the fear as well. But uh, very close to this headline, the Omicron has 80 percent uh, lower risk of hospitalization. Sounds pretty good to yeah. me. And he's re they're reporting this was on their front page. 
But if you look down on the list of articles on that same day, uh, it's warnings. Uh, cloth mask may not be enough to Omicron, in the Omicron fight, expert says. And then another one. Biden's team plans 4 million doses of COVID treatments in January. I mean, it's good. But it's all, we've heard of those stories, but it's surprising that uh, you, you see this story. And then follow uh, Hey, 80% <laughs> lower risk. Why wouldn't, they, why wouldn't this sort of follow a pattern? There yeah. has to be a story elsewhere. They could have called us, yeah. you know, and asked us. And then, and then uh, is, oh, the best, oh, no, no, they also are going to list uh, the best and the worst places to be as Omicron upends Christmas, and that is getting together. And, you know, at Christmas, uh, at least traditionally, most of the time that has have families coming together yeah. from distant places. So I guess um, that's not on the books this They're year. They're trying to do it again. They did it last year. Don't get together for Christmas. They're trying to use fear. It's very clear what they're trying to do. And next, we want to talk a little bit about Israel, because I do feel sorry for the Israelis. They've been guinea pigs uh, for the world for so long. And now they've got to line up, Dr. Paul, again for their second booster shot. That first one, what a surprise. They got another dose of the stuff that didn't work the first time, and it didn't work either. So they're going to get another dose of that. I wonder how long they're going to stand for this. Yeah, and we've said it before, and other people have said it quite frequently in pointing out uh, that uh, the defense of civil liberties and the understanding of the authoritarian approach and the expansions, once they get a little bit, they want more and more, that maybe the Israelis would be a little bit more uh, guarded uh, on, on their liberties than not. But, but they, they have not been good at all. Yeah. I mean, they, they follow an authoritarian approach. But uh, I, I don't know what their reasoning is, but it certainly doesn't seem to be the best way to protect personal liberty. And that's, that's what countries that have been mistreated and, uh, uh, over, over the years and, and considered the pariah, uh, that uh, they would be really looking for protection, philosophically speaking. Yeah. But this falls into the trap of, of saying, uh, you know, uh, we, we, uh, we have to be careful. And that's why we have all these rules and regulations and their security. Their security is pretty tough. So this is probably part of that security psychology yeah, yeah, that uh, just goes to it. But, but it's, it's skipped. It's just skipped over to medical stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, it's not like the borders protecting against their enemies. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's also uh, joining the gang that says that people, individuals, uh, can't even discuss, doctors can't even have a discussion about the pros and cons of this whole uh, so-called so pandemic. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, our point has never been you shouldn't do it. Our point is you should have a choice, but it should be between you and your doctor. For some people, it may make sense to take this. It may well make sense, but it's certainly up to you and your doctor, not to some politician, you know, ramming it down your throat. But here's from the Israel story. Uh, this is Arnon Shahar. He's a doctor with the Israeli health minister. And here's what he said. We are seeing a waning of protection against the Omicron infection. The translation for me is that the shots aren't working for it, but then I don't understand the conclusion then, if the shots aren't working against this, uh, the Omicron, then why would you get more of the same shot that's not working against the Omicron? You know, it's almost like they're trying to drive us crazy, right? It, it seems like they've rejected common sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and in politics, uh, there's a lot of resentment from people who sort of think that it would be a good thing 
to be consistent. You know, if you say, we believe in ABC, to follow through and always follow ABC because that's what you said you believe in. Yeah. But that's considered to be a negative. That means uh, you're, you're, you're rigid. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're a believer in philosophy yeah. and you have to be more flexible. And that's why interventionism is so popular in all areas of government. Interventionism allows you to do whatever you want and they don't have a basic yeah. principle other than interventionism. Is there, is there, is there a principle that it, that it means you vary it? You know, if you need money here, you take it from over here, and they have no principles. What the hell? What the whatever they have? They don't. They don't look at it and say, well, maybe the principle of private property uh, would be a good idea. Maybe the principle that governments can't do anything that you and I can't do as individuals. That those principles that they're taboo because that really that really muddies the waters for the politicians because uh, they they believe they can do what is necessary and what the people want and what the people want is what we scare them about and you know and uh, and yet it takes a long time you know slowly recovering but I think the recovery is there people are now asking questions but this is another surge this should be looked at as uh, as something where they're desperate because they're losing the intellectual argument yeah yeah well and in a related note let's put on this next clip if we can the next picture and here's the EU again it does not seem to to go along with what they're finding out of South Africa and these are preliminary studies but they've had a couple of months or at least a month and a half to look into it but here's the EU they're sending setting a binding nine-month validity of vaccinations for the COVID-19 travel pass. So even though, as some experts believe that the Omicron may be the COVID killer and it goes away because it will overtake all the other stronger variants, even though that is happening, the EU was planning for a COVID passport. It, every month it expires, or every nine months it expires. Presumably you have to line up for a new shot or whatever it takes to get. Uh, I just, I just don't see the connection. I don't. It seems like such a disconnect. You know, the the uh, way people react to these kind of things is important. It can be two things. One, people seek security, and they're promised security and safety uh, from the, from the government. So this doesn't bother them too much. But then there's another group who's just sort of they're risk takers. They believe in liberty. They they believe that we should make our own decision for ourselves, and the difficult ones we work it out in a private, voluntary way. So there's this t these uh, two two groups. But I think the uh, the Conditioning, I can I'm I can understand a little bit of how that happens because uh, people feel well well they're uh, they're intimidated by the fact that well if I don't have my vaccine passport I can't go to the baseball game but just think how much easier it's going to be yeah. they make it chaotic and say look. Uh, if you go along with this, all of a sudden we'll grant you a little bit of your liberty back again. And, and the people say they, they literally can see their passport as a benefit. Yeah. Say, oh, this freed us up before they were checking us out and doing all these tests. You, have, you, can, you might not have to get your temperature taken every time you go to yeah. the ball game or something yeah. like that. So they see that as a benefit. And uh, that, of course, is uh, once you uh, mix these uh, beliefs, uh, then uh, they and, and believe in intervention of the government supposed to be making us safe and secure. It, everything is up for grabs. And guess what? It, the authoritarians gravitate to this, even though they're in a sharp minority. There's few in numbers, 
but they are very aggressive. They get into government. I met a few. You yeah. probably even came across a couple. <laughs> They're outright authoritarians. And you know, watching watching some of the newscasts now, uh, people a lot of times ask me, "Do you think it's worse?" And I always say, "Well, it's been that way for a thousand years." You know, I, I, mm -hmm. I, but I, I, the truth is, is I think that authoritarianism and aggressiveness is worse than it was uh, before because you know the little bit of the inner, a little bit of an inner reaction I had with Tip O'Neill uh, was was never confrontational. He he actually, actually came across with me as a gentleman. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he had his days, yeah. but uh, you know, and, and you think of him probably as uh, you, you know sitting down and having uh, having a drink with Reagan or something yeah, like I'm that. Sure. But, but but when you look at it, the current Speaker of the House, yeah. you know, sometimes it's very grating uh, yeah. to have to watch her. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, you know, smart, smart people, otherwise smart people can be very naive, and you mentioned it, but someone like Jordan Peterson, you know, he admitted, I went and I took the shot because I thought, hey, if I take it, they'll leave me alone. <laughs> and now it's gotten even worse. So this is what we're seeing. They're going to set that nine-month expiration. And, uh, and it's interesting. Well... We'll see what happens with that. But let's move on. Here's, here's the WHO. You know, they, they, we're not afraid enough. We're not miserable enough. Uh, here's their leader, Tedros, WHO leader. By the way, not a doctor, not a medical professional, just like the next person we're going to talk about. But WHO's Tedros warns holiday gatherings could result in COVID-19 surge, urges people to cancel events, cancel Christmas, stay home, stay safe, shut up. 15 days to stop the spread. We're back there again. You know, they use this word quite frequently. The headline sounds terrible. And it looks like uh, people will read this and it's almost like will, will happen, you yeah. know. But the could just gives them blanket yeah. things, you know, option to say anything they want. And, uh, and I keep thinking, well, it could, but it might not. And I keep thinking, well, it could actually, uh, you know, that they're fearing a, a breakdown, breakout of sanity and, and liberty. You yeah, know, that's what, yeah. they're, that's what they're scared of. That, that could happen, too. So that's what we want to encourage. We want, uh, we want the could be to, to wake people up yeah. and say there's another option rather than saying could means it, we have to believe that and be scared and give up Christmas when they tell us to. Yeah. And then they'll say, well, I never said it would. I just said it could. Yeah, you know? that's it. I, mean, I could grow another head out of my shoulder, <laughs> right? But probably not going to happen. It wouldn't uh, be a bad idea. The, the, the last one we want to talk about today is Bill Gates, because that well-known doctor, Bill Gates, who knows everything, uh, right? He, 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 he went on a rant uh, the other day with a lot of tweets about, uh, uh, just don't put it up yet, please, about COVID. It's going to be the worst. Omicron's going to be the worst ever. But something really struck me, Dr. Paul, which is how he seems to be a little bit desperate to rewrite history because it wasn't that long ago and we have the receipts. They all said this vaccine would stop the transmission. Full stop, because that's what vaccines do throughout history. That's the whole point. Well, now let's put up this next tweet because this is what he tweeted yesterday. And I've highlighted the part. He is changing reality. He says, Vaccines are designed to prevent people from getting seriously ill or dying and are doing that well. But that's not the case. And even he himself has said that's not the case. That's not what this vaccine was designed to do. And let's roll that second um, clip because thankfully one of our good friends on Twitter, 
put this up. Here's a little montage of people saying the exact opposite at the time. And I forget, I think we want to listen to 40 some seconds of this if we can put it on. If you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission. Uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in ICU. <laughs> so what they said and a recorded saying and are up there saying is diametrically opposed to what Bill Gates is saying now, which is they were never meant to do that. We never said that. Well, you did. So he's challenging us. He, we shouldn't be talking about it because they say, forget it. There's no problems. There's, yeah. As if you, it's always, if you do what we tell you, yeah, that's yeah. always in there. Yeah. But here is a little quote from, uh, uh, from Gates, it, it still, Omicron is spreading faster than any time in history. Wow. Boy, he's a must be a pretty good historian. Yeah. But all conditions equal, you know, uh, there, there were times when there were no vaccines. You mean, you mean it's worse when you take the vaccines? <laughs> That's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> yeah. But now that we're having these vaccines, these, these epidemics and pandemics are getting worse. It will soon be in every country. Well, that's probably their goal. Yeah. Uh, at least, uh, at least the vaccines are spread. And I still think about Africa because I, I really believe the news came out. And you remember talking about it, that Africa wasn't the worst place in the world. It was yeah. way, way low. Then all of a sudden uh, they said that uh, there was some production of vaccines yeah. that, that they can ship to Af South Africa. Then all of a sudden there was a breakout. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's just a coincidence, Dr. Walt. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but, you know, this, this whole thing now that's going on, uh, he's changing his tune. sort of like an afterthought. Yeah. You, you know, well, we said we were going to or we implied we could could do and vaccines are going to solve all our problems then all of a sudden well maybe maybe not you know quite but and it's it's look how it's orchestrated especially if you're a celebrity or a senator and yeah. you get up and you get you get a positive test and all of a sudden it's the same statement it's sort of like watching the major uh, networks uh, using the same phrases yeah. when they're pre reporting the news, but now now they say yes, it was bad and it's uh, you know unfortunate. But the one thing is, if I had not been vaccinated, it would have been a lot worse. Yeah. I'm sure glad I followed the rules. Yeah, and that may well be the case. But the fact is, logically, we can't know because we don't know how worse, how much worse it would have been. We do know by the numbers how deadly the virus is, and there's a what you know, 98, 99% recovery rate across the board. So it could have been, but there's no way of proving that. So anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close out if we're done and I'm just gonna, uh, we're, we're nearing Christmas. We're nearing a kind of a Christmas break. We've got a couple of surprises for you coming up that we'll talk about uh, later. But I just wanted to uh, wish all of you who celebrate Christmas a Merry Christmas and whatever other holiday you may celebrate around this time and we'll have a chance to say it again but also to remind you and we don't do this very often but as we move toward the end of the year a lot of people do for tax purposes and for other reasons they do want to make an end of the year contribution to a 501c3 charity to get the credit off their taxes for doing that 
the Ron Paul Institute, which is the, the home of the Ron Paul Liberty Report, would very much appreciate if you would consider making your year-end donation to the Ron Paul Institute. I'll put a link in here, but if you just go to ronpaulinstitute.org, you will see the support button up there on top that you can click and make that tax-deductible donation before midnight on January 31st. I know you're still out shopping among the crowds, but just to plant that seed in your mind, and we appreciate your support very much. Very, very good. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, I, I want to, once again, thank our viewers for tuning in and, and supporting us as, as you have. And also that the Christmas season is uh, a, a, a very happy season for us at our family uh, and our home. And it will be this year, and there's some special things. And right now we're working on a different type of a program uh, for Christmas. And uh, it's something that uh, hasn't been totally finalized, but we assume that it will be ready. So sometimes on holidays, we might not have anything special. We usually try to get something up every day, and uh, most of the time we do. But this year we are uh, you know, planning on a program that will be different. I hope that uh, you tune in, certainly on Christmas Day, and that you also will enjoy the surprise program. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.